Hello, and you are back in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. This is our 11th episode, and today we will be discussing how it doesn't matter what senators wear, they're still criminals, and you need to be aware of just exactly what they're doing to you. So we're going to get right into it with the news out of uh, Capitol Hill. The Senate chambers no longer have a dress code for the senators because John Fetterman's uh, too disabled to... Um, rock anything other than the uh, shorts and the Carhartt hoodie. And of course, everyone's losing their minds over. You've got, you know, Sanders saying, I'm going to wear a bikini, I'm going to wear Crocs or, or whatever. You know, the whole thing is part of the PSYOP to just keep you distracted and keep you um, rooting for whatever side of the Uniparty you prefer to be on, whether that's the red team or the blue team. You have to be very aware that they operate in tandem with each other and they present the Democrat-Republican divide as a way to uh, keep people divided and distracted when they talk about uh, the political, when we talk about any of the issues in this country um, through, through, you know, the political um, lens, you know, you know, the economic, social, infrastructure issues going through um, that they one need to be solved by the state and two, it needs to be the Democrats taxing everybody more and then it's going to somehow magically fix everything, right? If, you know, you know, the rich people just pay more, more in taxes and the government has even more money to um, waste on uh, useless uh, bullshit then that's going to necessitate all this great progress. And it's the evil Republicans that just won't let it happen, right? They want you um, to be in that mindset or the other mindset where, you know, the Democrats are, um, you know, the source of all the problems in the world. And if Trump gets back in office or DeSantis gets um, into office, then, you know, they're going to drain the swamp and fix everything when that's going to be far from the case. The state is the issue the state is the problem and that's going to be the truth regardless of whose ass is in the seat or what they are wearing so be very clear that john fetterman's unfit for office um the offices shouldn't exist even if they were all staffed by people who had functioning brains right so i, I want you to get out of this mindset if you're in this mindset of the state needing to exist um that the issue that you know we need term limits and we need more competent people these things aren't going to um solve anything really the issue is what the state is and how it's being used against you and stuff like the fact that you know john fetterman's going to wander the uh, senate chambers in um you know the carhartt hoodie and the uh, shorts is the least problematic uh thing when it comes to the Senate, the most problematic thing to the Senate is that it exists and that you've got a uh, hundred people who are um, intimately making these decisions that affect over 300 million people. And they're doing it with money, with stolen money, money that isn't theirs, money that's never going to be there, theirs. So they are not going to spend it or use it any way that's even close to responsible. And this is why you're going to run into so many problems with um, relying on the state to do anything. This is why uh, tax money always gets wasted on all these things. That's why you have all this uh, fraud going on. Just ask, I think, believe his name is Bob Menendez. This is another thing that happened in the Senate, is that Bob Menendez has been accused of accepting bribes, you know, gold bars, nice cars in his home. And, you know, this was using the position of the uh, Senate uh, of being a senator to enrich himself, which is uh, part for the course for basically any politician. You look at um, when you get into public office, just how much the average person's net worth increases, you know, Nancy Pelosi, Dan Crenshaw, all these people who 
do this um, insider trading with um, the fact that they've got the foresight of the regulations that they're going to pass and how that's going to affect the stock market so they can finagle and finesse um, the stocks to do what they want. And they're always going to be able to do that for as long as the state exists and they are the ones who have control over it because the state is composed of people who are left unchecked. And when people are unchecked, they're going to act um, in their self-interest to the detriment of other people. Now, the fact that people act in their self-interest isn't what's wrong. It's the fact that you're acting in your self-interest using power that you're completely unjustified in having and using um, resources that aren't yours at all, being, you know, those being uh, taxes, those being um, the authority that um, people give to you because they view um, the state as being legitimate and they, they vote you in, right? That That's the uh, issue there. The issue isn't that Nancy Pelosi acts in her own self-interest and does insider trading or Bob Mendez accepts bribes. Is the fact that they are in positions of power where when they do those sorts of things, um, it ripples out and it degrades the position of the average person through higher taxes, through um, the Fed keeping on doing what it's doing, through all these sorts of things. And I guess we'll go into the next thing and that you need to be aware of not only what the state is doing to you, but the fact that the state uh, and the corporations are working in tandem to um, keep everyone uh, sedated, keep everyone in this matrix-like state as in, um, you know, the matrix is basically harvesting humans for electricity. That's the uh, the movie of the matrix and basically turning everyone into batteries. That's essentially what they want you. They want you to be just smart enough to do all the paperwork and keep all the machines running but stupid enough to not realize what's going along, uh, what's going on, and to go along with it, right? And you need you need to realize that that is fundamentally what is happening. The uh, food supply is absolutely uh, poisoned in this country. You've got um, the economic degra degradation of the average individual in terms of how much debt they're collecting, how worthless their money is, the um, opportunities that are being outsourced to all these other countries because we have to live in this global society, which means that um, instead of um, having manufacturing and labor be in this country and we're relying on the American worker to do everything that's essential for this country, we're outsourcing to China and uh, India and uh, Indonesia and uh, these other countries where the labor is much cheaper. They can um, you know, save money by having cheaper labor and shipping um, everything across the world on boats and all these sorts of things that makes, um, you know, makes the economy globalized and these supply chains um, bloated and uh, basically very prone to collapse, right? So you have to fundamentally realize that we are moving towards globalization. That's what the WEF wants. That's what the UN wants is we want to live in this global um, unigovernment world where we're all answering to the great Klaus Schwab who, who says, you know, you're going to own nothing and be happy. You're going to be locked in a pod and you're going to, you know, eat um, bugs and uh, have to um, Uber to um, get your car. You're going to need carbon credits to take an Uber so you can um, go to another pod and uh, and work to get, you know, enough carbon credits to uh, keep your pod running for the week, right? Something along those lines. That is essentially what we're moving towards. And it's a very slow um, burn, right? And they're, they're speeding things up because I think uh, I've talked about this in Hump Day Potpourri that Trump was a wrench in the system. 
of uh, doing this, that Trump was not supposed to win in 2016, that um, the culture war wasn't supposed to at all go the way that it has been going in terms of freedom-minded people making serious gains, right? Using the parallel economy, the fact that the internet has been able to decentralize um, so many traditional means of providing culture to people. Uh, and that's had a profound effect on the culture. Uh, the independent scene is... Um, bustling and booming and it's basically an, an, unable to be stopped you have the rise of citizen journalism right so people aren't dependent on cnn and msnbc who you know the legacy media institutions that um peddle nothing but the corporate um state funded narrative and that's just um it's something that people are more and more tuning out from and they're tuning into people like tim cast and six hex and hammer and um, you know, people on Gab and Rumble, Russell Brand, too. That's why they're coming after him so hard is that they're telling you to unplug. They're telling you what you're not allowed to know. Right. And also, you know, we've got stuff like WikiLeaks. That's why when WikiLeaks was getting big, it's like um, you're not allowed to read it. It's illegal to read WikiLeaks. That's why Chris Cuomo said that is because they are scared of the fact that it now more than ever you can get the information that they do not want you to know. You can learn the facts that will set you free from thinking that these people have any legitimacy, that these people are good, upstanding um, citizens of the world, that they actually care or have your best interests at heart when that is not at all the case. You have to remember that they are using the state. They are using uh, the corporations um, as a one... Um, one toxic system that they both work in tandem with each other and they are going to extract as much um, resources from the common person as possible, gather them up and use it to uh, enrich themselves. That is the entire um, point of this, um, you know, statist corporatist um, society that the, that America is um, right now, that's why um, the FDA is going to do what it does with stuff like the vaccines and allowing um, all the toxic additives in uh, the food supply, which I've uh, I've ranted about before. I could rant about for the rest of my life how broken the food supply is, uh, how broken the pharmaceutical uh, industry is, and all these sorts of things. And the FDA isn't an, uh, an adequate gatekeeper for people's health. They're just um, basically a rubber stamp to do whatever the um, whatever poison the uh, the food industry and the pharmaceutical industry wants to peddle to you next, right? To make people think, oh, you know, this won't kill me if I take it, or this won't this will make me healthy if I take it, or whatever. That's really the uh, entire thing about that. And this, you know, ripples out to basically anything. You you look at the SEC, you look at the IRS, you look at the Fed, right? They are just there to um, keep a big complicated system that only the corporations can deal with and that the individual and the smaller businesses will buckle under and they will be absorbed by the corporations right and when everything's running on the corporations they run in tandem with the state and it's part of centralizing everything to governments that can then be centralized by the un and the wef and once that happens then there is just complete control right you're, you're going to be living in the pie you're going to be eating bugs you're going to own nothing and be happy and you're going to be happy because your mind is going to be constantly assaulted with um things that just simulate that dopamine re um, release and that's what a lot of people are stuck in with for it's eating the garbage food or it's um watching 
um, Netflix all day or watching porn all day or all these um, sorts of things where you can just sit down for hours and hours and feel good, right? This is why um, we're in the predicament that we're in because people aren't aware because people just choose to be um, addicted to uh, their vices, and it's very hard to get out of those negative feedback loops and to get into positive ones, right? Especially when you know we're not dealing with the bread and circuses of the Roman Empire. We're dealing with um, having a device in your pocket you can pull out any time, and you can basically just stimulate a dopamine release, and you can do it for much more sustained, much more engaging than you know what we had in the past in terms of being able to entertain and to placate the common person. So you need to be aware of these uh, sorts of things. You need to um, disengage and disconnect, go outside and touch grass, have some sort of routine where you are engaging with things that are healthy, with things that make you um, a better off person, you know, physically and mentally. This is uh, why meditation is important. You want to desensitize from all these sorts of things. And I'm not saying, you know, you can't ever enjoy yourself or be leisurely or um, any of these sorts of things. But the first step is to know that I would say the vast majority of these things that exist are planted there to get you to engage with them. So you will disengage with just how badly they are screwing you over, just how um, much they want to take from you and from the average person and use it to enrich themselves and use it to gain as much power and control as possible. Right. So that is my basic message. That is my little rant for the day there i hope you enjoyed it i'm going to sign off now and we're going to head into the outro thank you for being in the velvet room with joker the fool be sure to follow my Substack, velvetroompublishing.substack.com to read machine to man and all my other projects